right, doll. You okay? Yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've actually, um, we've not spoken much this week. I know, doll. We've actually, we've, I mean, only like six calls a day. That's quite good for us. No, no seriously, doll. You've been away, so. I know, that's true. We've not actually been in our constant conversation for once. I mean, doll, another great episode last week. Great response. If we don't say so ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> we don't listen if we don't big ourselves up here. Fuck else's. I mean, don't honestly like I do obsessively check the stats and send them to you as I'm sure you're aware. Like yeah, no. I was just gonna say I obsessively text you saying what's the scores in the doors. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, over seven hundred downloads still for those two episodes. I'm pleased with that. I know, and I'm not ashamed to say that I was checking the Spotify charts to see if we were in the podcast charts. We weren't. <laughs> I did And then see when you said that, I started doing it. And then I started going on to be like, right, how far off the mark are we here? Like, are we yeah. you know, Are we 10 listeners behind? Let me tell you all the ones I was opening had, you know, on like their ratings, how many people have rated them five stars? 19,000. Mm. How many have we got? 60. <laughs> no way. Is that how far off we are? Well, Dom, I'm unsure, but... And that's not to say we're not grateful for every one of those 60 people. Oh, 79 now, Dom. Fucking hell. What I will say, Dom, is... Which I don't know if this shines as in a poor light or what. One of them in that chart, because I clicked to open, and they only had, like, 30 reviews on it. So it must be quite a new podcast. I'm thinking, how the fuck are they in the charts already? Or not? See what the competition's like. Yeah, no, that's true. So I might do that myself. Anyway, how have you been? How's your week Fine. been? What have you been up to since I've not spoken to you? Fine. Um, Josh went away to work on Wednesday. No, Tuesday night. He always passes yep. off a night early. Yeah, the holiday um, camp. Mm-hmm, off to the holiday camp. Off to the all-inclusive. Head uh, <laughs> <laughs> at- breakfast with the, with the Crocs. I know. Actually, second shout out for Monica. Um we were at a wedding with them a couple of weeks ago and I have never seen people so invested in the the food that the Calmac Ferry provide. That could be an episode though. But anyway, so since then, Josh has been sending his menus of what they eat now. I will tell you something. Two nights ago, the starter was a battered sausage. What the fuck? A battered sausage starter. Any wonder this country's got fucking heart disease. I know. Right, so let me just go on because it it wasn't as if he had a battered sausage than a a salad bar. It was. (laughs) um, Uh Aha, that was the amuse-bouche. Right, right, so starter battered sausages, main course haddock with hand-cut chips, peas, beans, and tartar sauce, (laughs) followed by... Sticky toffee pudding and ice cream. Fucking fat bastards. And he always says to me, I had the salad tonight. Right Liar. Liar. <laughs> also, can I just say, they better not fucking hit any icebergs because with fucking dinners like that, they'll be sinking to the bottom of the ocean, let me tell you I right know. now. Titanic so- round fucking two. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's been funny. He's been sending me the menus. Anyway, I've not been interested up until this point as I run round ragged with two kids. Oh, well, um, I was going to say, doll, he's sending you, honey, this is my menu, and you're like that, honey, this is my bedraggled face while I uh-huh. actually ram the two of them in a bath. I know. So, yeah, he it does take me a couple of days to find my feet when he pisses off, but 
Um, yeah, just had a quiet weekend. I'm still like, I'm not like on a come down from the wedding, but it kind of feels like I'm on a come down from the wedding. I know. It, don't, fuck's sake, I still feel like I'm on a come down from my wedding. It was nine months ago. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, how was your week? Your week was more exciting than mine. Oh, my week was great. So I was in Custa Adeki. I do laugh though, doll, and I actually meant to reply. So I'll, I'm second time I mentioned this podcast because I do love it. Um, a lot in your play and one of the mm. girls always laughs because one of them's a like food and travel blogger and the other one always laughs and she's quite brutal and she's like all Glaswegians ever do is go to t- the same place in Tenerife and I was like oh my god and I listened to their last episode mm-hmm. while I was like getting ready one night and they were talking oh they were talking about going traveling and <laughs> so he was like yeah and that Travelling, we mean going further than Tenerife every year. I was like, I feel seen. Savage. <laughs> I love it. So, no, very, very one lovely week in uh, my father-in-law's new villa, which is fucking amazing, by the way. I was like that. How the fuck do I afford one of these? Because I'm in the wrong job because I need one. It was incredible. The weather, oh my god, sorry, I know Tenerife might not be everyone's bag, but that weather, you just cannot fucking Yeah, I know. Honestly, like, it was just incredible. Every single day, gorgeous sunsets, um, loads of bars and restaurants. Yeah, it's just been great, though. Just a lovely week of chillaxing, not quite eating out like I was on a fucking Calmac ferry, but you know. Eating, eating decent enough. Oh, do you know we actually... So, Logan and I do think we're fancy fuckers, right? And we do love a fancy restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, so, my mum had been telling me... I didn't know you got Michelin stars in a decade, all. <laughs> no, fucking Michelin brothers is what... The, uh-huh. Michelin, the Michelin brothers, no, the Michelin <laughs> um, So, aye, so we were like that, right, let's... My mum had been telling us about this place, El Tor del Mirador, I think it's called. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Anyone that follows me on fucking Instagram, you'll have seen every minute of my trip because I'm a serial Instagram poster. But we went to this place last night, and oh, it was just—it was stunning, though. Like, it really was. And so, being the fancy wee dicks that we are, we're like, ah, "What will we get for a main?" And I'd saw this like lobster risotto, and I fucking love lobster. Yeah. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Less convinced, but I was like, "No, let's get it." Even less fucking convinced when five minutes later no word of a lie a live lobster is brought to our fucking table no. kicking and screaming i was like ah! and it was like ah! and it had the was fucking it black what you talking black no doll it was alive it was red <coughs> so it comes over to the table oh it's God. like Doing the it's tense because uh-huh. we're going everywhere. I'm like, ah. I mean, I don't even know what to do. No. I was like, oh, oh, hi, nice to meet you. Fucking nice to eat you. Anyway, off it goes. Half an hour later, represented on a plate. Mm-hmm. And oh, the risotto. Honestly, dog, can I make you laugh? Like, I've obviously had things with lobster in them. I've never mm-hmm. taken a lobster apart myself. This is fucking typical Matthew Logan. I sat at the table googling. <laughs> How to eat a lobster. (laughs) How to cut a lobster, like, crack a lobster and fucking eat it. We didn't have a fucking clue. 
I know we're embarrassing. We're like, and then waiters kept coming over like, oh, hide what we're looking at. We're looking at. Anyway, it was fucking gorgeous. So 10 out of 10 would we'd kill go back. Me, would kill the wee lobster again, let me tell you. Did they bring the lobster over to be like, this Did, is what you Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that one okay? I'm like, no, throw that one back in, show me its brother. I don't fucking know. I was just like, yeah, 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 looks great. I was quite traumatised by it. Do you know what I mean? I know. What do you call a Somali of lobsters? I'm unsure. Like, it, I just was like, I felt like I was in the fucking Little Mermaid. I was like, this is horrific. Anyway. Well, you bumpy start to the holiday. That's quite funny what happened when you got to the airport, job. Oh, oh, my God. Fucking if, hell. If I, was the, nearly, I was nearly putting Matthew Logan with that fucking lobster. In the I fucking know. If the lobster risotto wasn't expensive enough, what happened at the start? Mm. <laughs> expensive yes. trip fuck's sake so i don't know why i trusted that stupid bastard because he doesn't get fucking trusted with much but he'd got me those flights as my christmas present so i was like yeah yeah crack on wasn't arguing with that so let me just pre preface this with matthew logue is not one to be trusted in a travel excursion Zero. Zero. when we went to malta in 2021 the fucker, when I was checking his in, hadn't realised his fucking passport was out of date. So, off he fucking went to Belfast. Belfast. Uh-huh. <laughs> two days before our fucking holiday for a new passport. Tit. And then, for, obviously, your hubby's stag in October. Oh, my God. Idiot Features was like, right, what I'll do is I'll go down, because we live in Manchester, he's like, I'll go down to London the night before, have dinner with the boys, and then him and some of the other boys flew out from London together. Sounds great. Until I'm phoned when he's somewhere fucking north of Birmingham at the side of a bloody road because he had jumped off the coach because he realised I don't have my passport with me. Oh, my God. And then he had to work out how the... He was getting back to Manchester, getting his passport, and back down to London that night. Honest to fucking God. How this boy... Actually I know. Why did you marry Sometimes. I, honestly, though, thank God I organised that from start to finish. Or else we yeah, been, true. Okay. Else we would have been in your situation the night before. <laughs> um, so, anyway, so we arrive at the airport dead early because I'm a freak like that and I was just like I want to be there early I want a nice mm-hmm. chill annoyingly didn't realise we would be checking in at Terminal 3 that's not great Um, it's like fucking war torn it's so empty and I was like right okay so anyway we went in and we're like checking in and I was like putting my bags obviously I had to take a look take luggage because I'm sorry there's no way I'm mm-hmm. going for a week with hand luggage like that's no. just not my toiletries wouldn't even fit in fucking hand luggage anyway no. so I'm checking my case in and it's like hello Mrs Hannah Logue and honestly my stomach fell through my arse oh, and I was like why does that say Hannah Logue and he was like what and I was like have you booked this under Hannah Logue and he was like yeah why and I was like because I've not fucking changed my passport you stupid bastard I was like, have you not looked at my passport to check us in? He was like, yeah, but I didn't look at the name. And I was just like, oh, oh my, my God. <sighs> so then I was like panicking. So then we queue. The guy that fucking serves us 
doesn't clearly doesn't know what he's doing. He's not got a clue. He starts telling us that he can change it for us, but he wasn't charging us, and I knew for a fact we would get charged. Thankfully, somebody had a fucking brain, because it wasn't my husband or the guy serving us. She was like, no, you need to go over here. You need to get a name change. £160 later. I'll tell you, I didn't fucking pay for that. No. And we were let through. And obviously then, we were so late and rushed to the airport and just got on the flight fuming. When did you start talking to each other? On probably, the, when, probably when the lobster came out last night. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was telling Josh that story and Josh went, how's that, how's that Logue's fault? What? I, was like, I was like, what is this male etiquette that no matter what they do, how's that his fault? Han, how's that his fault is that just because he not? exactly I said because he booked the flights how's that his fault oh shut up Josh I, I mean ram your fucking sausage in your gob I know. <laughs> eat another sausage and shut them <laughs> anyway we've, anyway we've fair digressed on our uh, topic oh what are we yeah <laughs> ram and sausages in Josh's gob but we <laughs> But actually, what we want to talk about this week is the big, the bad, the lockdown. And it's very monumentous as discussing it. You know, Nicola Sturgeon's just finished an office. It's been three years since the anniversary. You know, it's it's a time that almost seems surreal now. Like something out of a movie. It just doesn't seem like it actually happened. I mean... Now I think back, like, I remember watching those press conferences and honestly thinking to myself, like, am I in some sort of, like, horror movie? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I remember, like, um, at the start, the very start, it must, in fact, no, it must have been a couple of weeks before, where it was a bit like, is this serious, is it yeah. not? And I remember being on the phone to you, Hannah, do you remember what you said to me? Oh, fuck. You don't need to worry about this until I'm worrying about this. <laughs> How that changed within three days. Uh, I'm worried and I'm uh, <laughs> I'm shite myself. <laughs> and then I went to London for the weekend before. Do you remember that? Before the lockdown. And actually, we talk about this quite a lot. So um, it was the 16th of March. So the week before lockdown. Mm. And people were kind of not really doing anything but we were about oh, to go yeah. to London, so I was like, I'm going to London. And thankfully, everyone remained well, although query quite, uh, Kieran how he got COVID, but actually remained fine. Mm. And in hindsight, I'm really glad we went, because it was like a final blowout before we actually were locked in our houses. Yeah, 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 yeah. But we went to this bizarre arcade in London, and we were like playing these games, like holding on to the steering wheel. And then I was like, oh my God, should we hold the, should we hold the steering wheel? <laughs> should I be disinfecting everything? But yeah, mm-hmm. just a bizarre time. Bizarre time. So, obviously, for me, it was slightly different. So, like I've mentioned before, and I think I did in the last podcast, in the first one as well. God, I really do bang on about it, don't uh-huh. I? Um, Let me, drum roll, please. She's had a liver transplant. <laughs> hey! Dog, can I just say, I was posted on the NHS organ donation <laughs> site. Do you see? I'm almost at 2,000 likes. Fuck the podcast. This is where my fame's coming from. I actually wanted to, to write under it. Hi, everyone. Hannah here. Please follow my new podcast. But I thought, don't be a dick. Are you joking me? Get on that now. Yeah, true. That's a whole new audience. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway. So, anyway, 
obviously that then meant I was on the list of the most vulnerable and I had shield. So, you know, and it is all fun and games and like we are, obviously we will very much piss ourselves laughing, but I was shitting myself. Like I really felt like every day I went on to any news outlet or you turn the TV on and it was very much like the most vulnerable in society. You will die if you get this. And to be honest, had I got it probably right at the start, I probably was at very high risk. Um, Yeah. Of dying, I don't know. Like you just don't. I'm on. I'm very, very, very lucky and fortunate. I'm on very minimal immunosuppression. I'm like I keep very well. So who knows? But um, oh, it was. Te- I honestly was like, if I get this, I am. I'm done. Like yeah. And I mean, it wasn't a stupid. Lots. Um, lots of people did die. It was, but it was just terrifying. And it was yeah. something like that you don't ever actually think. I don't know. It's not. You're just. You when you're young, you think you're a bit immortal, don't you? Like you think. Yeah. You're like I don't know. And it was just it's horrible. Every single day, people were like, "If you get this, you're dead." And I was like, "Oh my yeah. god!" Especially you because you're so immunocompromised. Yeah. Um, but or as David put it, immunodepressed, which is what he said. <laughs> my my YouTube channel should have been. <laughs> I was actually looking back at like, because when I knew we were doing this episode, I thought I'll have a look at um, like some of my old photos at the time. So Hannah, day four uh-huh. was your failed YouTube career. Do you remember that? Oh my put God. on my makeup with me. And there's this video, <laughs> if we ever make the big time, I will post it. The There was this, the video that Hannah's doing, she's like talking about her eyeshadows in a lot of depth, which will not surprise any of these listeners, like really going into every pigment of the palette. And you're there at one point and you're like, you've obviously ran out of things to say. And she's sitting with this brown eyeshadow and she's like, ah, this one's kind of jobby brown. <laughs> 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 I don't think Jamie Genevieve's getting to worry about, does she? <laughs> <laughs> but that never what got anywhere. Sad. Why the fuck did I send you that? Honestly, you've because I was going to edit it. You were holding that over. You've been holding that over my head for about fucking three years. Honestly, I know. Oh, it's so funny. It I don't know so how that didn't ever get produced to any of my hands or anything like that. Did you warned me? You were like, ah, please don't put up my, my YouTube video. <laughs> <laughs> what was successful though was our Gemma Collins TikTok videos. Oh my God. Hysterical. So yeah, shielding was really, really difficult. And, you know, on that note, like, obviously I then couldn't work because, and it was very, it was really hard being, you know, a doctor that couldn't work during the pandemic when I, I, the health, like, healthcare professionals were you know you you felt like they were they were they were the heroes of that time dear god we would never have gotten through it without them and it felt strange not being able to go to my work every day and do what I did and have to sit all that out it was it wasn't nice and however you know it was even worse to be one of them and when we obviously put up on our Instagram today you know what what were people's experiences I kind of reached out to my friends so five of my best friends I went to medical school with her, all junior doctors, and the same as I was, you know, we were only August, September, October, November, December, January, February, March, you know, we were like nine months, not even eight months qualified, sorry, when the pandemic hit, like baby, baby, baby doctors, and, you know, being faced with the most horrific challenge the NHS has ever seen, and, you know, we were, we were having a laugh, and, you know, we got lots of nice discounts, and it was, you know, the best thing 
a lot of them said was when we get our U-tan, remember that U-tan, that yeah. James Jenkins spray? Loved it. We got that mm-hmm. for free. Thought, we honestly thought we were Insta-celebs at yeah. that point. Um, but, you know, a lot of harrowing stories of how they just felt that it was really difficult. It was an extremely difficult time for them in the sense that, you know, we were all in some ways, you know, protected from the reality of it. Yeah. yeah, we were seeing it on the news, but that's not the same as having to phone the loved one at two in the morning to say, I'm really sorry, but such and such has died and they've not been able and they're not allowed to come and see them and you know, having to do that every single day, day in, day out. I just I, I we'll never understand what they went through yeah, and absolutely. Fuck's sake, claps will never fucking be enough. They can fucking clap off with that. You know, they like they are they were already the heroes in my eyes because they're just amazing and I know them all and how incredible they are at their jobs but every doctor and healthcare worker paramedic nurse midwife you know I could go on pharmacist everybody that worked that yeah. whole time just a, enough thank yous to keep us all safe will never be enough so I think it would be tone deaf is not to kind of touch on that as well absolutely however can we talk about people battering each other over toilet roll. Oh my god. The funniest. Although I will put it out there. I was always an online supermarket shopper and I had no, no in- I stop. <laughs> I had no intention of going to a supermarket. You wouldn't have caught me in a queue waiting. Don't you you were what was it we used to say? You were selective shielding. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> in the category, I just didn't leave my no. house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You weren't being told to shield, but you were shielding. Yeah, it was just I just wasn't into that. I remember um, my cousin's neighbours; they actually looked into their neighbour's house, and they could. It was like it was like blackout curtains, but it was wasn't blackout curtains. It was stacks upon stacks of toilet roll. They'd stocked up so much that their windows; they'd actually put them on their window ledge, and it filled the full window, full of toilet roll. It was. Honestly, hysterical. And, and blackout white blinds. And one of the funny stories that came in, and my mum did this as well, was um, I remember mum and dad would, you used to get parcels. And it's it's so funny because I think in such a strange time, you come up with strange theories in your head and you start mm. to believe them. They start to become fact for you. Very much. So my mum, and Hannah, I know you did this as well so you can laugh. My mum would leave parcels that had been delivered, and I'm talking like Amazon or whatever, for a minimum of 48 hours <laughs> oh my at God, the door. God. And I said, Mum, what do you think's happening? Is it cooling off? Or like, what? She's like, the, ba- the bacteria will die in the porch. Okay, Anne, whatever you say. And then... Radioactive <laughs> <laughs> the porch. The shopping would arrive. So the online shopping, because Mum didn't go to a supermarket either, by the way. She yeah. didn't go before her. She doesn't yeah, but in out. fairness, your dad was shielding. There yeah, was no was reason shielding. for you not to go. <laughs> so the shopping would arrive. The marigolds would come out mm. on. The mask would go on. And she would detol, detol wipe yeah. every single item of shopping that landed on her doorstep before it would even come into the house. And then I don't know if it's the refrigerated items went to the fridge and the others had to cool off for the 48 hours. I don't know if they went into Isley. You know, it was... But you just were like, this is what needs to be done. So the irony of me staying in to protect my liver, but fucking detailing the the Budweiser crate that was being passed over my balcony. Yeah. 
so ah. too funny. Can we talk about the? Let's just touch the balcony. The balcony diaries. Uh huh. So <laughs> as much as Hannah's saying she would debt all the items, the freshly baked goods that came from the select few coffee shops, croissants, etc., they were straight in your gub. They didn't go into isolation. Yeah, no fucking debt all in them. Oh my god, though. So yeah, obviously I didn't leave and. Logan and I lived, I mean, oh my God, how do we do this? See, when I look back, we lived in a one-bed flat down in, uh, for those that know Glasgow, like down, you know, because we've got such international listeners. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for those of you that have never been to uh-huh. Glasgow. For those in Queensland. <laughs> uh-huh, Queen's Park, fuck's sake. Yeah. Um, we lived down at the harbour, down at the, um, the kind of front where the SCCC is and stuff. So we lived in a one-bed flat there with, fucking hell, the smallest balcony. I mean, would you even call it a balcony doll? It was like an extended ledge. It was rotten barely... at the time as well, so oh, I actually rotten. thought we were going to fall through it some days. I know, but I was, I know, oh, fucking hell. So, and we lost the sun at 12 o'clock. Oh, so the yeah. sun would come in in the morning, and it'd be so, so sunny. It was such a good summer. And then at 12 o'clock, we'd lose the sun, and that would be us plunged in darkness for the rest of the day sake so um anyway as karen's saying that was it was like a raised like a raised balcony i was like fucking romeo and juliet a raised flower bed that's all i was starting like fucking bill and ben um i was literally you know my friends were you know god love them by incredible they were oh i mean i have got the best friends in the world like i'm mm-hmm. so lucky and I'm just, aha, uh-huh. they were amazing and they were coming in every day. Do you know, Dulcie, to be fair, probably wasn't even that. They were probably fucking watching my Insta story thinking, you fucking bastard, that's hard been up three times this week. I better get Marcy no, here. And I used to post whenever she got a delivery like that, best friends in the world, she just got some cakes from wherever it would be. You see me daily, love you so much, David Bennett. And they like that. And then it'd be like, spurring everyone else into action. Apart from me, I didn't come at all. I know! Kick it, bitch! No, you came once. You came... You weren't in my radius, though, sorry. No, you did. You came right at the start. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You dropped something off. Probably boost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, I know, everyone was so good. God love. So, obviously, David Bennett and I hadn't been this much friend David and his boyfriend Scott and I worked with David and I'd only obviously been working for about eight months before all this happened and oh my god he was a button like he must have been thinking what the actual fuck have I got myself in for he's probably I just thought I've got a fucking part-time job in this pandemic (laughs) fuck's sake going up to her balcony with fucking rhubarb tarts every day (laughs) (laughs) so I used to phone I used to phone Hannah at night and be like balcony been busy today (laughs) <laughs> honestly i was the least shielding shielder you've ever fucking met oh, oh no it was hard though because you really didn't leave i didn't i didn't cross my door for 12 weeks 12 weeks i didn't leave my house in a one bed flat we were actually do you know and this would have been like i do credit our not going insane to this we had such a good routine you know we got up and out of bed every single day. Mm-hmm. We did exercise every single day. Like we we bought like a Les Mills thing, doing a bit of Joe Wicks, doing as everybody wee was. PT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, the WPT. She was amazing. I get old Vivian McLaughlin that did classes in Bishop yeah. Briggs and did them on Zoom. She was amazing. I loved her classes. 
um, and then did like the Les Mills thing every single day. Did something, and then I was like doing a bit of research. Like, I, my work were amazing. Like I had such great support, and they were like had given me kind of a research project to do while I was at home. So I still kind of worked from home. Yeah, it, yeah. I was so so well looked after like in that time so it was really difficult and obviously god I wouldn't wish it on anyone but you know there was people having a lot worse times than I was fucking having a car of bakeries chucked yeah. over the balcony <laughs> and the most irritating part of my day which would be the most irritating part of your day as well Hannah was for whatever reason our now husbands morphed into soldiers so every oh. day at five o'clock they had to be on court Every day. Every day. And it actually became, do you remember it used to be, the, so they used to have obviously a COD WhatsApp. Oh, and I don't know how many players you're allowed. Virgins. I know. Um, I don't know how many players you're allowed, but the, the messages go out, who's on tonight, boys, or who's shooting tonight, boys. And then if you weren't in the first five, oh, I'll wait till one of them dies and logs off. And I actually felt like saying to, t- to Josh at times, do you realise, five o'clock, I finish work at five, and then he would just piss off to play his PlayStation. And then I was just left, me and Murray, sitting at the dinner table all the time ourselves. Oh, tell and me, even for Dansk. Tell, tell them what he said about it as well. What bit, though? It got them through the pandemic. Oh, yeah, it got them through the pandemic. Oh, and there was another episode where... Um, this was even worse than that. So... I think at one point, you know, it's kind of half seven. They've been sitting on for two and a half hours. We've not uttered a word to each other because I've been working all day and then he's always been straight into COD. And I started trying to speak to him. And he actually turned around to me and said, I don't do this to you when you're working. (laughs) And I was like, this this isn't your job. If you don't have a battered sauce, if you don't have a battered sauce in your mouth, then it's not your work. You fucking ram one in to shut him up. Oh my god. No dogs. I remember when he said that, like, I do mm. feel that, that that group of boys in doing COD, you know, really mm. got us to um the pandemic. I said that to Logan, he's like, Yeah, I would agree. Cause, oh, I'm sure you did say that. My husband yeah. was also in this group of virgins. Um Yeah, it did. And me and you're like, Hello, not us, no? Honestly. Just, yeah, that was a pain in the hole. And five o'clock's just not convenient for anyone. Well, obviously it was for them. I mean, it didn't really matter to me, though. Every fucking hour was the same in my world. (laughs) Um, I'm living in my underground bunker. Um, But we should also talk about, you might have not came to my balcony, right? mm -hmm. But you very, very, very kindly did allow us to come and live with you for a couple of weeks. So, obviously you know, in our warped sense of reality at that point, you hadn't left your house for two weeks. That wasn't warped, that was true. (laughs) (laughs) But obviously, like, that was everyone's, like, shielding time. If you'd been two weeks somewhere, that was you shielded. So, I mean, for you, it'd probably been about two months by this point. (laughs) (laughs) So you hadn't left your house, and you were going to stay at your mum and dad's for a bit extra help with the kids, but you were like, why don't you come and stay here? for a bit yeah. and then you can have the house for a couple of days it was like a fucking holiday doll honestly oh it, was like, it was honestly I'd been back in fucking Costa Adeke no honestly so it was oh, I'm sure everyone remembers like it was for whatever it was amazing weather that's what mm. we were blessed with and obviously like at the time I only had Murray so um 
I'm up early anyway. Hannah and Logue were up early because I had a south-facing garden and they would be up sitting towels out on yep. the deck chairs as if it was like the first ones at the pool on holiday. Yeah, we, like were the German. Nine in we were the Germans <laughs> at the pool, the coffees. <laughs> it was, we had such, you know, we had such good time and see, to be fair, like up until that point, I hadn't had any help when Josh went away, so I was trying to like work and juggle and whatever, and you know, as much as we rip him, Logue is an incredible uncle to mm. my kids, and he, him and Murray just posted about all day in the garden whilst I worked. You were still fanning about doing your Les Mills? <laughs> oh my God, I actually was. I did and I was honestly a useless bastard with that. That's when I think to myself, I am not maternal at all. Logue literally watched him all mm-hmm. day for you while you worked, and I was lying there, my shut sunbathing the whole day. I know. It was such a fun time. It, and it was obviously so yeah. kind of because we hadn't had any really outdoor time. However, we obviously didn't feel that the Costa del Newlands was enough and we actually remember the Spanish night that we had. Oh my God. <laughs> we decided, as you did in those days, like that, right, let's have a theme for the night because it wasn't <laughs> enough to just fucking sit your, eat, and eat your sausage and mash for the 18th night in a row. We're like, ah, let's do a theme. So we'd ordered in, like, you had been looking for ages. Because obviously, I mean, the other thing about the pandemic, all these amazing businesses started. Like, people yeah. were doing all these incredible businesses. And, God, what was that one called? And it was, like, this amazing cheese board type Starter thing. culture. Starter mm. culture. It just opened in Pollock Shows Road. No, Kamarnock mm. Road. I can't remember. One or two. You know, actually, that's Jenny's stepmum's friend. I'm yeah. sure that's that. Yeah. Um, amazing. So you were like, I'm going to get us a cheese board from there. Mm-hmm. Like, we were like, we'll get really nice bread. Did we not have Jane's dad's wine as yeah. well? The Barolo. So, I am. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we've just done our house up. So I had a kitchen and my best friend Jane's dad's got a kitchen appliance building. So a business, sorry. And um, as a, a customer spent a lot of money, he gave us a Christmas gift of like, golf balls for Josh and this red wine that I'd been saving for a really nice occasion now if you've ever been to the O'Neill's house they are the hosts oh, we yes. are unbelievable anyway they shite red wine there yeah he he gifted us a beautiful bottle of red wine that I was like oh yeah Josh we'll, we'll have that nope Hannah was around right. cork was open and we'd, it was the <laughs> nicest red wine I've ever had uh, oh, I mean 10 out of 10 for the cheese. So, mm-hmm. honestly, dolls, we had it set up on the table. The two of us dressed up. Mm-hmm. Logue, obviously, front on room and Front <laughs> room and Murray, we're shut. We were like, ah, you've got Murray tonight. See you later. We actually asked him to be the waiter, do you remember? <laughs> <laughs> no, doll, that would never have happened if it was past five o'clock. You know that. Yeah. Um, so, we had, uh-huh, we had the cheese out, we were dolled mm-hmm. up with the fucking Mediterranean music on for us coming to the kitchen. <laughs> Candles uh, hola. on. Hola, senorita. <laughs> and then, honestly, what a night. So that wine gets spanked very quickly. The mm-hmm. fucking Mediterranean music quickly moved on to the GBX. Mm-hmm. And, and then, then we started pranking your uncle. Yes, and then Karen's like, who can we pranky? Karen fucking I, I, pranky. I do love a pranky. If you've ever been prankied, it was probably me. We were pranking people in my head, do you remember? Oh my God, cringe. <laughs> fucking idiot. Josh came, when I came home from my head, Josh was like that. Why did you pranky me? You were on your head. And I was like, I don't know, I'm just, I'm, I love it. So anyway, we'd yeah. um Jim Savage, you probably know him if you're from 
the Central Belt. International <laughs> DJ, Jim Savage. <laughs> You've so, been to the Crow Tavern, you'll know. know. <laughs> so he runs, is it weekly? It is a weekly quiz. You know, I'd never been to the quiz. I've got no idea of the sort of his audience. or I didn't even know what it was. And I was like, let's just, let's pranky Jim and ask if he wants to come back socially distanced <laughs> and, and reignite the quiz. So it, it must have been like, 12 o'clock at night so fuck knows what he was doing awake either so we're like I mean can I also just say this is my 50 odd year old uncle my mum's brother Mm -hmm. that fucking runs a quiz like Mm -hmm. fuck's sake anyway carry on it's okay so we phone him well I phone him I'm like hi Jim (laughs) he's like hello (laughs) it was the Torrance in that's when he does it out in Kirkwood is it Carol Yes, I'll be like that. Hi, Jim. It's Carol here from the Torrance Inn. Um, <laughs> just, came, just had a bit of a Zoom staff meeting, Jim, and wanted to discuss with you uh, the the sort of logistics around um, a what, at one in the morning. Meeting. We've been uh-huh. doing staff meetings at one in the morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> a socially distanced quiz, Jim. We're missing you. Blah blah blah. Is that? This is Carol. <laughs> Fuck's sake, no shit, Sherlock. He's like, uh-huh, uh-huh, this is no Carol. Uh-huh, this is no Carol. I know Carol, this is no Carol. And I'd froze, I froze, I never, I never freeze in a pranky. And I'd be just put the phone down and I, I wet myself. I wet myself. <laughs> oh, poor Jim. Anyway, I, I don't even know if Jim actually knows that that was us. Fucking pair it. No, he does. How sad that that was our, the height of our entertainment. That just shows you how deprived we were. That, we did have that, weekly quizzes though, they were good. Oh my god, we loved a weekly Zoom quiz. Everyone loved that quiz. I know, we fucking loved it. Like, we we had, I mean, our schedule was almost as busy as it is out of lockdown. Like, we had two quizzes every Saturday night. Like, I was like, oh my god. We were like running off one quiz to get on to the other. Like, and then you were starting to... comparing people's quizzes. You're like, ah, that was a good one, that was a shite one. Yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah, just yeah. Googled it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because every week it was like, well, for us, obviously, we did one. Um, so, like, my husband and Karen are from the same group of friends from school. So we did, like, a couple's one with all their them and their partners. And, yeah, we all took a turn each. Each couple took a turn to do the quiz. And it was good, though. It was. It was hysterical. But we ended up absolutely steaming a lot of the times. Oh, my God, pished. Don't remember when that Josh would just be tanking the rums. Mm-hmm. And this is the thing, like, and I know other parents will feel this from lockdown, like, we would sit in on that quiz on a Saturday night and get steaming, like, not not okay, and then um, you'd wake up in the morning, they're not going to their grandparents. You were wishing Logue was back. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, where is Logue? Um, and you got to entertain them all day. Oh, God. Ugh, Honestly, More contraception for me. Oh. <laughs> well, I think I've had COVID twice. How many times have you had it, all? Just the once, though. That once. I know of. I had it once in the December of 2020, actually. Um, yeah. Oh, my God, that was... Oh, my God, that was when we lived in that horrid, rented oh, house. Park. Oh! Oh, and the boy, and we came home, and the boiler hadn't worked. Oh my god! Oh, oh my yeah. god! They were that was horrific. that was horrific. We can't even oh. talk about that and laugh. No, I wasn't no, laughing no. at all. The no. tree, remember the sad oh my Christmas god, the tree, tree we had? The I'll tree had his Christmas spirit as a limp dick. It was. 
is a battered sausage and a Cal uh-huh. McFerry. Oh, I will literally, I'll post a pic on her Insta yeah. the tree. It was too depressing. Yeah. Like, I tried to zhuzh it up, but fucking hell, mutton dressed as lamb. It was a joke. I, um, I've, I, I had COVID twice. My first time was horrendous. And it wasn't even, I mean, I probably was quite unwell with it, but I was 36 weeks pregnant. Um, so about to give, like literally about to give birth. It was my thirtieth birthday. I didn't really. I, I thought you were later than that. I thought you were like thirty-eight weeks. Did I say thirty-six? Yeah, I think you were thirty-eight. No, I was thirty-eight. I was. Oh, you're right. Yeah, I'm you, wrong. It, it definitely put you into preterm labour. That's my PTSD. That's my PTSD. I don't even know the facts and figures of it. Um, and Josh. So Josh. Josh never stopped working, so. She, no fucking wonder. He was probably backwards and forwards for the Cal Mac meals. Um, <laughs> and he locked me in a room. He locked me in my spare room. Now, for like, I can reflect now and think, yeah, like he locked me in the room and he told me it was because, um, you know, if if he got COVID off me, he wouldn't get into delivery if when I went into labour and all this sort of thing. So there was... There was <laughs> Hold on, I like to think that is why he did it, not uh-huh. just because he was fucking sick of your shite. However, we wouldn't blame him if it was that, just I locking know. in a room. What husband wouldn't give for that sort of excuse? I know. <laughs> and, um, but he was so strict to me, Hannah. Like, he really, really was. Like, I remember one day, um, we'd, like, I was upstairs and Murray was downstairs, but you could see over our top landing downstairs and I was talking to Murray, like, from the landing upstairs and I remember him shouting up to me, you're pushing the boundaries. (laughs) (laughs) So I ended up phoning his mum, my mum, saying, you need to speak to him, like, I need to get out this room. I was in a singular room... An absolute room, and I was going, I was going batshit crazy. My favourite flower, by the way, is sunflower. So I think everyone felt really sorry for me that it was my thirtieth birthday. I was heavily pregnant. I was locked in a room. So I got within a day. I had six. I would have put your balcony presents to shame. I had about six bunches of sunflowers. I felt it was in a Van Gogh painting. Like there was just sunflowers all around me, and because I was confined in the one room, it just was like everywhere I looked, there was another sunflower. I remember going for two baths a day, so that was what I was allowed to do. I was allowed to use the upstairs toilet. Ooh, whoop de doo And but I had I had stations along the landing. Now bear in mind I lived in a three bed terrace house. Like this was not some ginormous house. And I had cleaning stations for the fucking ten yard belt a landing that I had to Six get to steps you to take. Honestly. <laughs> I remember texting them all the time, being like, I hate you. Why are you doing this to me? This is ridiculous. Um But you know, I mean, I remember I did feel so sorry for you in your 30th and Polly and I oh came up God. to see you and you were, I mean, you really, you, I, was, I was Romeo and Juliet, you were fucking Rapunzel out your wee window, your wee turret window. <laughs> and we were like, hi doll, we had to leave like the presents on the bottom of the driveway and then Josh came up to get them. I mean, fucking oh. hell, waving to you at the window. That was also, however, the time that Murray was learning to use the potty and he did bring oh out the potty onto the, like you lived in a main road and he brought the potty out, no trousers on and did a shit in your front door in front of yeah. us. We were like that. Great, oh though. Can I also just Happy birthday. Con- can I just say for context, this was August 2021, like, We'd done heat out to help out. Do you know what I mean? Everything was up and running apart from 141 Netherall Towers Road that seemed to be in some sort of March 2020 
<laughs> Josh McLaughlin, who knew he was such a fucking Nazi? Actually, no, we did know that. I did know mm, that. Yeah, true. No, I mean, Dol, that was horrendous. Oh, God. I just I felt so bad for you. You were so sad. Oh, it was just not, it was not the time. No. But, we can look on it back now and kind of laugh a little bit, but... Yeah, can we? Can mm. we? But no, it, you, God love you, you did so well to not leave and not... I wasn't allowed to actually to, I was chained to the bed. Oh, that's what I was going to think, I was thinking of, what was it he was bringing up? Was he not bringing you up fucking M&S ham sandwiches oh under god. the door? Oh my god. Oh my god. He, <laughs> he would deliver me, like, and most people that know me know this story. Um, because I've told everyone that would listen, and I've sent photos to anyone that had a phone at the time, but I only eat cold meat from Marks and Spencer's. And he delivered... That's, that's snob number two yeah. of the podcast. Says me that was fucking cracking lobsters at the start I of this know. story. He um, he delivered the most horrendous sandwich. Like <laughs> one bit of ham in the sandwich. And I remember being like, what, what is this? Like, why have you given me this? Like, this is rotten. Like, there's no ham in it. And he was like, we're on rations, Karen. If we're in here for two weeks, I can't go to Mark Spencer's and get you more ham. <laughs> Oh, honestly, I felt like shoving it in his face. The next night, though, I will say, I remember the next night, I think he must have felt quite sorry for me because he delivered, God love him, in a gin goblet, a full-fat diet, full, full fat diet coke, full-fat coke with ice <laughs> and a Charlie Biggums curry. Another great thing to come out of lockdown, by the way, the Charlie Biggums oh, revelation. If you didn't dead. have one, where were you? They are, and if you've still not had one, get one Get one now. No, dogs are, are a tenner now, doll. Inflation. Right, but still, still nice for a wee night in. I mean, listen to me. I'm on the fucking lobster beast. I'm fine. I know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I'm fucking skin. Can I actually make you laugh? We were actually at the dinner table talking up what we'd spent that week, like because he'd been putting on his cards. So I was like, oh, I need to give you money. And we're like, oh, fuck's sake, could we look more out of place here? And he's like, that was six pounds for A and W Smith. I was like, oh my fucking god. <laughs> Do you actually need to give him money, though? Yeah, you will. Well, we'll see. <laughs> fucking <laughs> <laughs> married him didn't I, I know. what's mine is yours ah, exactly exactly what's mine is his what's his is mine yeah um so yeah charlie bingham i was like what the fuck yeah. are you talking about? Yeah. they are so good by the way they're great for a lazy can't be arsed making anything dinner mm-hmm. they are obviously a microwave meal with the oven aren't they put them in the oven mm-hmm. They are the best. They are class. They are. And I don't really eat stuff like that, but honestly, it's 10 out of 10. It reached out to our listeners who we are loving, by the way. I know. Um, These are amazing. We just love the messages. These are just the best. I know. For some, what was your best and worst bits about the pandemic? So, Hannah, you can kick off. We've got quite a few responses. So one of them, you're saying, Gillian, who I actually laughed out loud at this. Like, this really made me piss myself laughing. She just replied, so obviously we'd said, like, what are people's best and worst? And, I mean, she just made me laugh. She said, the weather was sublime. The world was in fire, but I had the best tan of my life. <laughs> Love it, Gillian. Unlike me, who had half a tan for the yeah. half of my body that I could get out each day on the fucking balcony before the sun went through the building. Bastard. 
too funny. Scott Scott replied, so Scott is David's boyfriend who we just adore. Oh, and he best. he replied saying pissing in a bat sorry, pissing in a bucket after one too many apples. Do you remember that? When you were allowed to drink in gardens but you weren't allowed to use the toilets, so you end up pissing in people in buckets in people's garages. Doll, can I tell you a story that only now I can tell you because we've laughed? I don't know if I've ever actually fessed up to this. Well, and this kept me awake at night, Doll. This is honestly how horrendous it was. So when Karen had left us alone in our holiday park villa in Newlands, <laughs> she'd gone to large to live with our parents. Logan and I were like fucking two kids went empty. We're like, ah, we've got a fucking garden. The weather's yeah. amazing. Let's get our pals up. So we invited my friend Jenny and her and her then boyfriend, now fiancé Andrew, to come up. So they cycled up to her garden, and I'm not joking. It was so hot, like it was roasting. We yeah. had paddling pools, literally all day. We were in and out them roasting. Now, a friend ben, oh, honestly, doll, you wouldn't have fucking known the difference. It was like Ibiza rocks. We were literally loving it, and then. We, but obviously Jen didn't have a great bladder, so poor Jenny, we'd been tanning the wine all day. Poor Jenny that you've just revealed that to the listeners, Tom. Sorry, Jenny, I've exposed you now. It's better now. Ah, exactly. So she she was like desperate for a pee. Now, they'd been peeing in the bucket, and the, yeah, there was a bucket in your garage that they were pissing in. Now, why would you rather somebody piss in a fucking bucket in your garage than in your house? But Karen had this like, wee outlet that that was the first bit that you walked into when you went into the back, the back of her house and it had a wee toilet. Now, the, the utility room, pissed... Hannah, not the outlet. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, 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 utility room, whatever. The outhouse. The outhouse, uh-huh, it's where the servants lived um, when they didn't bring enough ham to her, the right ham. Um, so... <laughs> I, I think we get really pissed. I think this was it. I, it's either this time, or I feel like Jenny's going to correct me. There was another time she came up for a coffee. God, I was having so many illegal meetings. Mm-hmm. But anyway, and I think she basically just really needed a wee. And I let her use your toilet. <gasps> Joking. Well, I couldn't sleep for about three nights. I had to text her and I was like, oh, you can never tell Karen that I let you use that. I feel like she would be so upset and like feel that you know we she's let us live in her home during this time that is how psychotic uh-huh. oh my god but doll i'm not joking at that time i think you would have went through me like a ton of bricks if i if you'd known somebody had been in your house uh, yeah karen i'm so wrong like uh, you would have been like how, oh did, god, how i shouldn't have done that like how i can't even go out this thursday to clap how how dare i shame like, on me I know, even though they've been pissing all over your garden all day. Well, obviously not all over it, but do you know what I mean? Like, psychotic. But yeah, I mean, we'd a few, I did have a few illegal meetings. Like, I mean, and I say illegal, like, in the garden, coffees, mm-hmm. wines, etc. with your garden. I really did rip the piss there. Mm-hmm. Loved it. I but yeah, one of them... I was like an aero bar with all the bubbles I was in. I'm in I your bubble now. Saying. Josh saw oh. it. Who wants me in the bubble? Ah, <laughs> uh, my God, remember that? fucking uh-huh. bubbles jesus christ mm. but yeah the one scott's talking about is when i went up to the to david's flat and it was one of the first times i met scott and you know my god god love them they'd set me up a chair my own everything had been wiped down a separate glass i think i'd brought all my own bits and they'd propped a bucket and in, in the hallway in their communal hallway in the tenement flat for me to piss in Oh my rather, god. Rather than going to David's flat to do a pee, that's what I was pissing in. Why did oh. they do that? It's like turning into cavemen. 
Idiots. I don't know why we thought that wasn't going to spread COVID. But I'd been sat across from him all day yeah. drinking wine, yeah. but in his toilet. That would have been the step too far. That's yeah. when the COVID <laughs> got me. I mean, what the fuck? What oh, the fuck? Um, and then another one that people said there was a bit like what we talked about was... Karen's sister-in-law, Neve, worked in Tesco at the time and she said that she, when she was, while she was working, people would actually queue behind her as she was putting pasta and toilet roll out onto the shelves. I mean, what the fuck? And also, my next-door neighbour, Hannah, shout out, she did make a very, very good point. Drag Race Season 2 was the only yes, glimmer of light in the UK's third lockdown. Bing, bang, bang, bong. Sing, sing, sing song. I'm doing it out of but it doesn't matter. Fucking amazing. It was... Oh. That was great. Release the beast. Bimini. Bimini. We had to go and see them live. It was fucking incredible. And then Bimini didn't turn up and they didn't even do bang, bang, bong. Because she had COVID. Yeah, it's all. How topical. I know. Lawrence Cheney. He was the best. I wanted him to win. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was amazing. Yeah, that was perfect. Loved it. I mean, and yeah, we were just part. My mum washing all the food before putting it away. Like we said, why the fuck were we anti-backing things down? But accepting coffees over my fucking balcony. Idiot. But yeah, it was the weirdest of times. I yeah. don't think it would ever happen again because I just think now we just would never... I just don't think we would succumb to it the way we did the first time round. I no. think the fear was... It was a factor like no one had ever experienced before. As we said, we did things that we just think these don't even make sense now. But you were just so scared of what we didn't even know at the time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was just, it was it was bizarre. It was bizarre. But we can at least now, at parts, look back yeah. on it fondly and laugh. Um, yeah. So yeah. I hope you all enjoyed. We're going to need to wrap this up because fuck me. Yeah, I know. Once again. The next fucking pandemic will be starting by the time this podcast finished. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Thanks very much for listening, guys. Um, I hope you've enjoyed our third episode of the podcast. Next week, we are going to be discussing all things moving. Yeah. Moving out, moving house, moving country, and then moving back. To where you fucking first moved it, Faye. Yeah. Karen McLaughlin. I know. Um, talking about highs, lows, what we found tough, what is nice about these things, what we've learned from it. And yeah, just our usual shite chat in between. So we look forward to speaking to you all then. Thanks, guys. Bye, Dolly Rose. Bye. 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 Bye.